0: Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we are going to be talking the ultimatum. So, before we get into the episode, just one quick little announcement, plus hot glass, I guess. So if you live in the Nashville area, guess what, guys? Love is Blind is looking for singles. (laughs) They wrote, calling all single men and women who are brave, open-minded, and ready for a committed relationship. Y'all can go (laughs) and find out how to apply (laughs) to be on Love is Blind. Um, But yeah, so it looks like they're definitely going, going, going. It's not stopping. Um, but yeah, I wonder if we we'll that. It's interesting that they are literally going to Nashville in Love is Blind right after they were filming in Nashville for, um, what'd you call it? Um, Married at First Sight. So anyway, That's basically it for that. We're going to jump into the reason that we are here. Season two of Ultimatum, episode one, the split. So I'm going to hopefully go through each couple that we have here prior to the split, obviously. And um, there is one couple, however, that we didn't get a lot of information about um, until they broke off and had their one last night together but here we go. So first we have Antonio and Roxanne. They have been together for four years and he is the one that's initiating the ultimatum. She says that she has high expectations. She wants someone who works hard and Antonio, that's just not you. (laughs) Holy shit. Anyway, Then we have Lisa and Brian. They have been together for two years and she is the one initiating the ultimatum. He thinks that they are just not ready for marriage at this point. He loves that she is careless. Oops, I meant selfless. (laughs) That just slipped right out. He Wants to make sure that they are financially stable. So the huge. We have Ryan and James. They've been together for seven years. They're high school sweethearts. She is the one that initiated, Ryan is the one that initiated the ultimatum. He doesn't believe in like one true love. He says to him, it's just not possible. And she's like, but what? what do you mean? Like, that's kind of a hit to hear when you've been together for this long." Um, he also says that he wants to be financially stable. Then we have, um, Raya. I believe say their name, Raya, and Trey. They've been together for for two years. He is the one that initiated the ultimatum. Financially, they're good, um, but she has not, you know, been in, this, in, a, in like, like a nice relationship like the one she's in now. Um, a long relationship she also hasn't been in. She's still trying to figure things out for her life. So kind of what we see here is that she has never seen um, like a stable relationship before. Um, I believe her parents have broken up. Like they, they they haven't been together for a long time, so she's not used to seeing that type of stable relationship. She herself, as she's mentioned, has never been in a long term relationship either. This is clearly probably the longest one she's been in. So, yeah, she she's not used to this. But then we have. Kat and Alex, and this is one that, this is the couple that we didn't get a lot of information about, um, while with the group. So I don't really know. I didn't catch how long they've been together, but she's the one that initiated the ultimatum and he hasn't proposed because he's been busy (laughs) y'all. He hopes they do leave engaged, or I think she hopes that they do leave engaged, but he says like what makes her so sure, you know, of him. And she says that he is the love of her life and her love is absolutely unconditional. Um, and he says, you know, he isn't ready. So sorry. I think I said he hoped, she hopes, um, but they leave engaged. Um, anyway, so he, says that he isn't ready because he is logical and practical. Um so what does that mean exactly? Anyway, so Rhea, Raya, Raya, she's twenty-four. So what the fuck are the stakes here? Sure, he's twenty eight. Okay, so he's a little older. Um he says they could figure things out when they're married that's also not the way you do things you should be figuring things out before you get married so that in case you guys don't align you don't have to go through a divorce anyway this is why her divorce rate is so high um but she doesn't agree with that approach She wants him to do things with her. She wants to be able to go out with her, go on dates. And I guess he doesn't do that. He says when she moved in, things changed. That's the problem. Things shouldn't change that drastically. He feels like he has to take care of her. and She says she doesn't want that. She doesn't need a man to take care of her. She can do her own thing. Um, as we learn later, she is a hooter's waitress, so she's caught this. She asks, what if I say I don't want to get married or have kids? Would you be okay with that? And he kind of beats around the bush a little bit with this. He doesn't really want to answer the question. And she starts crying because what if deep down, I just don't want kids? And he does want to be with her. Um, and he says that everything else is just like, you know, fears. Um, and he says, if you do say you don't want kids, then he will have to think about that though. Um, because he clearly wants to have children. Um, but again, that's it fundamental difference between the two of you one maybe doesn't want kids the other one does so this y'all shouldn't be together basically um so whenever with roxanne and i believe roxanne is with antonio um she says not everyone is made for marriage and he says i think we need to to be, what well, we need to have space from each other, but if we don't get engaged, I'm gone. Good. Let's set the boundary if you guys are on the same page. And I think actually these guys are a little older. I'm not sure of his age, but I believe Roxanne did say she's like 31, 32. So they're a little older. Um, so maybe the stakes are a little higher for these two. Um, but yeah. So now we're with Brian and Lisa. Um, Brian asks, what is going to change after a proposal? Like, you know, why are we pushing for this kind of thing? And she says that when, that women have a biological clock, and that she does want to marry before um having kids. And that's okay. That's her choice. That's her decision. Um, For me, I don't really give a shit. You get to a point where you don't give a shit if you want to have kids, but you're not married. And uh, let's just say I'm at that point. <laughs> that I'm not necessarily like, rush into the marriage, but obviously if I got proposed to, I will definitely say yes. But yeah, you just get to a point where do I wait for the marriage or am I in a position where I can just start trying? Um, and again, I'm not sure of their ages here, but um and she basically feels like she says that they kind of already act like they're married to her money is not a problem for her he says he doesn't want to get married in order for them to buy a house I guess he's saying like we can do that now (laughs) And I'm not sure here but he says it's not about her Um, for the reason they are not getting married, like he wants to stress that, like it's not about her. Um, she says that there could be a man who's ready to be married, and she wants someone whose timeline matches hers. Um, she does want it with him, though, and that's what she's hoping for. So then. Kind of after this, we see her crying. It's kind of like you know they're recording into the room, but it's not actual like camera people, you know what I mean? By surveillance or whatever, and she's basically saying that she wants to go home. She hopes like he hopes she's away So she hopes that um, whoever he ends up with is boring. Um I'm pretty sure like when this happened it was prior to them having sex so they definitely had sex um that night. But like it I can't remember the timeline here if it was before or after, but unless you issue the ultimatum but then you want to cry about it, trust me, it gets better as time goes on here with this episode. Um so now we're with ryan and james he already has figured out the rings that he's going to be giving her he's going to basically um reset like his grandmother's diamonds into a new band okay so if he's already figured this out because i'm pretty sure ryan i think is the one who initiated the ultimatum why then won't you propose? I'm confused. Anyway, yeah, it was definitely Ryan because he's the one that said like he doesn't believe in true love. Anyway, so after all of that, now we are one week from the choice. Raya is, as I mentioned, is a waitress, uh, a Hooters waitress, and um, I think it's her who said that. She has double jointed limbs and so does James. So they've connected on that. Roxanne needs someone who is ambitious. Brian is talking to Raya and y'all, Lisa is just staring. Like she's actually sitting beside another guy and she is not talking to that guy in order to stare at Brian talking to Raya. This is where, this is where the drama starts. Lisa's nervous about him making a connection and she's getting upset watching him on his date. You ma'am issued the ultimatum. So Raya then talks to Trey, I believe. I believe it was Trey. Um, they both were raised by single mothers. Actually, don't no, sorry, not Trey. James. I believe it was James. Anyways, I can't read my handwriting guys, but it looks like James. They both were again raised by single mothers, and he is surprised how organic the conversation went. Then Trey and I think it was Roxanne he talked to. Anyway, they're both from South Carolina. Nope, not Roxanne, Ryan. <laughs> anyway, Trey and Ryan talk. They are both from South Carolina. Um, James has been the only guy that she has been with. They started dating when they were 16. So he says talking to her makes him feel very relaxed, but he's very excited to talk to Lisa. So now Trey is talking to Lisa and he says in other relationships, he wasn't ready, but now he is. She feels her and Brian have issues, but feels that they can work on that while they are engaged, which is very similar to what Terry said to Raya the night before about these are issues we can work on while we're married. Um, so Kat and Antonio talk, and he feels ready to do something bigger um, than, than him. Um, so the other thing that I will mention here is me and Ava were actually talking about this episode, because I think we were watching it around the same time, and she <laughs> said that Kat kind of reminds her of Chelsea from season four of Love is Blind. being kind of see it. Um, personality-wise, they're not the same, but they kind of look somewhat similar. Anyway, Roxanne and Alex talk, and both of them are 31 years old. Um, he owns his own business. She can relate to this because again, remember she says she needs someone who's a hard worker. Her red flag in a relationship is lack of ambition. Um, And she's pretty anti-marriage, but maybe she's just not with the right person and that could be why she's anti-marriage. We'll see. So now we're four days before the choice, and Kate's best date. She says nothing. She doesn't have a date. Lisa's best date was Antonio. Ryan's best date was Trey. Raya's best. Well, it's Brian. Oh, Lisa is not happy about this. And she is going to go get another shot. Um, But, you know, her and, and Brian end up talking alone. And she says, I can't handle the idea of him being with someone else. And she starts crying. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't like this, but now she has to basically, um, watch him with other people. Again, you issued the ultimatum, ma'am. She now thinks she is making a bad decision in being there. Um he had to convince or she had to convince him to go and do this in the first place. But now she is the one having to be convinced to stay. We've definitely seen this before. I think in the queer love one, there was someone there too who had to like force the person to go, and then once they were there, like they just they like, "No, oh, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this." Um, but I can't remember who that was. But anyway, so now after that conversation, we now see Raya and Brian talking. Ooh, and Lisa is just talking. The situation she says it is taking everything out of her to not go over there. Um, and then she says that she feels that Raya doesn't love Trey. How the fuck would you know that? Everyone has been issued an ultimatum here. Anyway. And then she says, seeing him talking to a Hooters bitch is also frustrating to her. And then at that point, you're just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? If you didn't want to see him as somebody else, then don't issue the fucking ultimatum and come on the show. This is our second season of the show. Maybe at this point, you know, we haven't seen queer love yet, you know, because I think filming is very back to back here, but we've seen this fucking show before. You know what the fuck is going to happen here. Stop acting like you don't know. Anyway, Roxanne is kind of who she's talking to in this moment. And Roxanne actually tells her, don't be mean. Your issues are your issues, but don't talk down about Raya because of her occupation. Who gives a shit? Um, Lisa then walks over to them and Lisa says, I feel like you like Brian more. Um, and, it, and it's bothering me. And she says, I love this person. Um, and I came here with him. And she says like, I gave the ultimate out, And you're just like, okay, we know, but this is an experiment. So do the fucking experiment. Lisa says, I feel like you should go talk to Trey. And it's like, okay, technically you guys have broken up. So why would you go talk to Trey? That defeats the purpose. Trey does, you'd have a fucking problem. You, ma'am, have a problem. Raya gets up and Brian says, I don't like how you just intruded on my conversation. And Lisa's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> wow ma'am she says she doesn't love her man so she's saying Mariah and he says how do you know that and again I agree how the fuck do you know that there's no doubt that she probably loves Trey she's just not sure she wants to get married so then I'm gonna say that and I'm gonna put the same fucking energy does Brian not love you because he doesn't want to marry you and he's the one who's been issued the ultimatum here not the other way around, same thing with Trey, he's the one that issued the ultimatum on Raya, so, you know, what the fuck, anyway, she then says, like, she's wildin, I'm not sure who actually talking about here, um, he doesn't want to see this reaction from her, um, I, I knew she calls him a name of some sort, but I honestly cannot remember what she calls him, um and then she basically walks walks up to him and basically face palms him with her hand saying you can go talk to the bitch <sighs> wow and she leaves and this is at the point where you're like I'm in <laughs> I need to see this shit play out. Anyway, this season on Some couple fucked. We don't know who that couple is, but somebody fucked after the choice. Um, Raya doesn't feel good about any of this. I think Ryan cheated. Again, that's why you don't wear him your first. And Brian is being told that he is the problem. Anyway that's basically it. We are going to do um, season, uh, season, episode two in this episode as well. So we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we will jump into episode two. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection, or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code RealityT two to get ten percent on anything your hearts desire. So that's LoveShop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P.ca, and use our unique coupon code Reality. Two that's R E A L I T E A and the number two. So now we are on episode two titled Unexpected Revelations. So we're still with the situation between Lisa and Brian. Okay. He does go after her and, oh God, this is so bad. She says she's going to be going home. She says she can't offer you anything. So she's referring to Raya. Raya can't offer you anything. And says to him that He's probably just with her, trying to be with her, because she's going to be easy and give you some ass. So, Lisa, because she's a Hooters waitress, she's a slut, she's a whore, that's what you're trying to say, those two things don't go together. She's a Hooters waitress, sure, but it's a fucking job. She's trying to pay her way through her life. What the fuck is wrong with that? Anyway, um, she continues on to say more horrible things about her, saying that she has no brains. That's fucking disgusting. Um, and says you can't learn anything from her, she says it again. She says, where is my car? She says, give me my keys to him. And he says no, and she's like, you know, fuck the marriage. Fuck the ultimatum. She continues to say that he is the problem. And I said, Oh, I don't know, you're kind of a problem at the moment. Um and inside everyone acknowledges that this process it's hard, but that's what you are here for. They kind of say you issued the ultimatum. So why are you so mad? He's doing exactly what you would expect him to do. Brian does come back and, um, kind of sits down and he talks with everyone for a brief moment, but then he does get up and he leaves. He just can't do it. Um, Raya, she goes to hug Trey because I think she just needs that support from him. Um... And she feels like she's just not good enough. And I think she's talking about Brian in this moment. I don't think she's talking about Trey. I do wonder if she also needs him as well. She says that it was flowing very well with Brian. So, yeah. Anyway, we're now three days from the choice. Roxanne and Alex are on a date. And... You know, he says he likes to be challenged and she has she in this moment I kind of was very eye opening. Because I think a lot of people are under the assumption of if you see so many successful marriages, well then you're gonna want a successful marriage yourself. And those who haven't seen successful marriages or successful successful relationships in general, we're not gonna, you know, be able to mirror that. But in her case, she's actually the complete opposite. She has seen successful marriages. Her parents had been married, I think, for quite some time. Her grandparents were married for, I think she's about 65 years or plus. And here she is on wanting marriage or being afraid of it. Um, anyway, he feels like he has a deep connection with Roxanne. I shouldn't have been the other way around. She might have thought she had a good connection with Alex. Anyway. Um, so now we're with Kat and Antonio and they're on their date. He admits that Roxanne is definitely more successful than he is. We do get a little bit of insight on that though. He says that he hasn't had great jobs, but he's doing a lot better now. He wants his money. Like, what he would ideally like to see is whatever money he makes is what they live off of, live off. And her money could be their savings. Okay. And she, I think it's, she feels like, um, if they lived together, together it would push her into whatever she feels she needs to be pushed into. I don't know. So now we are two days before the choice, James and Raya, they're now on a date, and he says (laughs) his ass is really tight in his jeans, okay, he says his relationship with his mom is not great, his dad did pass away, and I'm under the impression that his dad passed away when he was really young. I'm not 100 percent sure though. He didn't um elaborate on that. But he does say this though. He says that he wished he could have seen his mom happy with his dad. Um, and he does get very emotional when he says this. Um and she's ready to move in with someone. Um and she apparently does laundry four nights a week. You're fucking insane. Anyway. um, <laughs> I do it once a week and it's too fucking much sometimes. But anyway. We're one day um away until the choice. Now we see Raya is on a date with Brian. She says that Brian, or she feels like Brian has closed up since the... Whole situation with Lisa at this cocktail party. He does not want to get married. As a correction, he says he does at some point want to get married, but he's hesitant because he doesn't want to get married yet. And the finances is a big one for him. He says, when it comes, or she says, like when it comes to bills. She kind of feels like it's the man's responsibility to pay for a mortgage or the rent. um, And she's like, okay, whatever feels come after that, like the, the electricity, hydro, whatever. I got it. She'll do it. She has no problems doing that. um, And she's the groceries, we can do together. But she kind of does say, like, he says, like, what if I don't got money? What if I run out of money or, you know, something happens on my job? She says, I got you. So that's, that's good to see. That's good to see. Um, she does talk about her want of having kids and she thought like, you know, previously she was very big about this, like she really wanted to have kids. Um, but she says that changed for, she tells us that she was pregnant two years ago, um, and the baby did not have a heartbeat. That's, I can't imagine um, she doesn't want to have kids, but that is a fear of hers, obviously, and that's 100% understandable, um, and she says that, at the end of the day, she is okay without having kids, and she does have issues saying that she loves a person, um, and she feels like maybe she's missing something, she says the, maybe the emotional connection, um, it's kind of what's missing, and, um, yeah, love to, I believe, him means this unspoken feeling, or sorry, no, to her is an unspoken feeling, so we see Lisa and Trey on a date, and I was very surprised to see her on a date with anybody, she does feel better now, after the whole cocktail party fiasco, she admits that she was probably really rude to Raya and she mentioned something about the fact of like, when she went to go talk to Brian, she kind of was like to her, like, you better just get up and go or something like that. And I said, oh, no, it went a lot worse than that. Um, and I, mm, I am mean, curious to know if she was actually honest with the tray about what she said, how he would feel anyway um and she says that she doesn't like that she's actually enjoying the date with him he gets it he kind of feels the same he says that he feels like he has more in common with lisa over raya interesting apparently lisa um used to play basketball a lot um because they do kind of start talking about, like, how Raya will talk about, like, makeup and stuff like that. Things, like, he can't really understand. Um But, you know, she says, like, I didn't always used to care about how I look like I do now. Because I was, you know, the girl who played basketball She says she played volleyball as well. I feel like there was another sport she mentioned that she played, but, you know she cares a little bit more now than she did before. He does tell her that she is gorgeous and stunning. And she tells him that she thinks he will be a great husband. And she feels a deeper connection. He feels a deeper connection with Lisa. But there's also Ryan who he's connecting with. Ryan likes him. Um, It's hard for her to be vulnerable, she doesn't really express her emotions very well, Um, but they were kind of raised in similar family dynamics, family structure, so they do relate on that front. Um, He says that he does like the process because he feels like he is opening up more um, mollying in the process. So now it's the choice. And Ryan and James, I'm noted here, are both very young. They're just about 23, 24 years old. What the fuck? <laughs> there's no stakes here. I understand they've been together for seven years, but you're 23, 24. Like, there's no fucking stakes here. Anyway, so we see Nick. And I noted there is no Vanessa. I'm very interested to know. When this was filmed, was this filmed after the Love Is Blind reunion? Anyway, I'm interested to see if we see Vanessa at all um, after the first episode. Anyway, Lisa and Brian have left the process. They will not be coming to talk to everyone about the reasons as to why they're leaving the process. However, Nick does say Lisa took a pregnancy test, and he came back positive. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, we will be finding out what's going on there in the next episode. Episode three, which surprise, surprise, you're gonna get in this episode. So, we're gonna do three episodes here, and then it's kind of a case by case basis how many, but you will at least at minimum get two per episode. But these episodes are very small, especially the second episode is only half an hour, so um, so you'll definitely get these three in the one episode. So, we will be jumping into episode three in just a moment. So now we are going into episode three, The Choice. So we are with Lisa and Brian comes to talk to her and he has absolutely no clue what's going on. And she tells him I'm pregnant. And she found out that morning. She is excited and she's happy. Um, But she was nervous to tell him. She wasn't sure how he would react. He's surprised, but he is happy. He is excited. Um, He doesn't know what this means necessarily for their relationship going forward but she says to him also that a baby doesn't fix the problems that they have um but she does want to go home i think that's probably the best decision he um does say that it doesn't change how he feels about marriage all it is is complicate things instead so here are my thoughts like i don't want to be that girl but can i say the dust? Is she really pregnant? Because I'm mean, the timing. But if you really are, congratulations. I hope she, I don't know when the fuck this was filmed, but uh, she's having a very healthy pregnancy or she has a healthy baby. We don't know yet because we'll find out. Anyway, we're back at the choice. And Trey says he's unsurprised that they are not here. Um, they do feel Nick in on what happened at the cocktail party with drama, um, and someone does wonder if she actually knew from the cocktail party that she was pregnant, but we don't know. Um, so now it's the choice time. I'm not going to talk about every little thing they say here um, to each person and whatever, but I'm going to talk more of the dramatic points. Anyway. Trey does choose Ryan, and Ryan chooses Trey. Both Raya and James don't seem very happy. Ryan does say that Trey tends to agree with her on things, but that James doesn't. So I said in this moment, okay, so then, I have a question. Ryan, are you just basically looking for a yes man? Like, because maybe James isn't at them. I thought that was a very weird comment she made anyway raya says she to think that he would pick ryan she makes like another comment like she would look for him but he would be looking for ryan so i'm not i'm a little confused by this comment but i mean it kind of seems that like she still has her heart and her mindset on trey but maybe he doesn't anymore i don't know um, well, Raya then chooses James, and James chooses Raya, um, Kat chooses Antonio, and Roxanne kind of has to tear him down a little bit here, because Kat says a lot of very nice things to Antonio, and then Roxanne's kind of like, oh, we're just building up ego kind of thing, and it's like, what the fuck? Um... Everyone seems to describe Antonio as very extroverted, yet Roxanne says that's so weird because you are so introverted with me. She mentions that on their first date he barely said two words. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Um. Anyway, Antonio chooses cats. And Alex says, you know, I'm happy for you. You know, I'm happy I'm happy for this. Yeah, cat's like, shouldn't you feel jealous? That's also very telling. It's very telling if your man I would not say you should necessarily be jealous, but definitely the fuck shouldn't be happy. Anyway. So yeah, um, clearly at this point, as we can kind of tell, because basically all that's left is Alex and Roxanne are picking each other. I mean, also they are the ones that connected with each other. Um, but he does keep saying like Roxanne is kind of this complete opposite of Kat. Um, and, uh, but yeah, he kind of, you could tell that it was really bothering Kat that he kept saying that. Anyway. James, in this moment, does say to Trey, though, that, like, you know, we are switching partners, and there's no hard feelings, and I'm like, okay. Anyway, trial marriages are beginning. So, we first with Roxanne and Alex, and he is shocked at how short she actually is. They both work from home, um, so cool 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 he says that he does like to shower with his wife okay then mirth with uh kat and antonio he thinks that they what they um kind of exceed um with her other partners you know like what they sorry let me phrase. what he says is like kind of what i lack in maybe alex exceeds in and with like you're maybe looking to strengthen on Roxanne exceeds in. So, you know, he kind of says something like that. um, But uh, they will not be sleeping together. They will not be sleeping in the same room. He's going to be sleeping on the air mattress and he's going to be sleeping on the bed. So it's kind of it for them um, for the rest of the episode, I believe. So we're with Ryan and Trey. He says... Anything can happen because she's beautiful. And he said, Are we here to try and find a life? Or are you just looking to fuck somebody? Oh. Anyway. Um she says that she's not nervous about anything. And um with Roxanne. So with Raya and James, he feels nervous. Um they were You know, I'm not happy about what was said. Um, More on that in a minute. We're with Roxanne now and and Antonio. They have apparently, Roxanne says that her and Antonio have broken up um, quite a bit. Actually, I said Antonio, Roxanne and Alex, (laughs) her and Antonio have broken up a lot, apparently. Um, She keeps going back to him. I get it but anyway. So then, Roxanne asks Alex whether or not he's done anal. He says yes. Um, she says that she has not. Really fucking weird question to be asking. But I guess she's trying to figure out like if he's a freak. He's like, yeah, I am. Anyway, um. So we're very briefly back with Raya and James, and she's going to for bed. And he says, you know what, I'm going to go for a run. I need to kind of de-stress here. And she says, I will be here. But uh, she does think that it's weird that he's leaving. Um, we do see him then calling a friend of his. And he says, you know, you know this is getting really fucked up what's happening, and he's like, I'm kind of going through some self-reflection, he says, you know, like, the other guy with Ryan, like, said all these great things about her, and he's like, duh, she is this great person, like, what the fuck is wrong with me, um, he is not starting to regret not stepping up where Ryan is concerned, but, you know, what can you do, you're now in this situation, but that is the end of Ultimatum for now. You will be getting the rest of the episodes hopefully before the next set of episodes comes. Only two more episodes coming back, coming up on Wednesday. There might be a little bit of overlap, but I'm hoping to have everything out to you by the end of the week, into the weekend. Um, but yeah, that's it for now. On that, so if you like what you heard, please follow Reality Tea Times Two on any of your favorite podcast apps so that you don't miss a single episode. Please make sure you also share the podcast with everyone in your life. You can also rate and review us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality TE Times. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, or Threads at RealityT Times Two. You can also email us at RealityTeaTimes2 at Hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes, as well as get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages, and that is at reality times two dalludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye.